She Sheds Real Light with Crystal Fry and Susan Price. And today's episode is Don't Make Assumptions. All right, so I know you have to be in the same boat as me because there has been Don't so... Don't that. <laughs> Just said don't make assumptions. <laughs> you're so right. She's okay. assuming you're in the same boat with her. <laughs> I was talking to you, but oh. I wanted it. Look, now you're assuming. I might be out of the boat. I might oh, go on a raft. <laughs> I have no idea what boat you're talking about right now. I don't even. A canoe. Okay. Whew, I'm pretending to be on this boat, Rudy. <laughs> okay. So, maybe you haven't. I'm not going to assume. But, if you guys are anything like me... Uh, I have made assumptions about relationships. I have made assumptions about what other people were thinking. I have made assumptions about so much in my life that literally if I would have just asked a question or if I just would have not assumed in my own head what somebody else was thinking or why they did something, I mean, firsthand with my husband, instead of just asking him, like, I would be in a different place than I was, you know? Like, I could actually have walked through things a little bit faster than just assuming what I thought was going on. I mean, I know for me, I do all of those things, but I it could be based off the look somebody gave me, and I'm assuming, oh, they're mad. Oh, they don't like me today. Oh, I must have said, did I say something wrong? Like, oh, that's just a off big the one. look somebody gives you, you, you form this opinion, and it's like... Your mind, you're feeding and fueling your mind this false information, and it is false because you don't know that it's the truth because you haven't asked, you know? Yeah. But what about those situations where you're like, husband, so to speak, and you're like, you know something's wrong, and you're like, what's going on? What's wrong? What's bothering you? Nothing? Oh, okay. But then they keep telling you nothing. I know something's really wrong. You know something's (laughs) wrong. So then you're led to only assume, and I've even found myself saying, okay, well, you're leading me to assume that blah, blah, blah is wrong because you're not actually telling me. That's when it's frustrating is when you actually try not to assume and you ask and yet they don't tell. Right. I think that the assumptions that we make on a daily basis are more than we really kind of understand or realize. I wouldn't say understand, but realize because I can do it at work. Mm -hmm. Like I assume that if somebody's irritated, it's because I did something. And what could I have done differently? What was it that I did? And I don't ask. I'm just like... I must have done something. You because know? no one else existed but, right beside you. Yes, right? but then the bad thing is, is it completely changes your attitude, yes. your demeanor, yep. your, like, it changes everything about you in that moment because you are making that assumption. And then it's a totally whole nother thing that you're having to deal with because now you got a bad attitude. Mm-hmm. Or now, like, you're not as happy as you were five minutes ago because you can't stop thinking about what you might have done. Like, it changes everything aspect-wise when you do assume. Assumptions rob your joy, man. Yeah. I mean, like, truly, I, I've done that too, often. I had my whole attitude shifts when I feel like something's not going quite the way it should because I'm assuming, like you said, that whatever just happened is my fault. Oh, my word. (laughs) I mean, in so many situations in life, y'all, we assume. We, I mean. With our kids? Oh, yeah. Kids, like you said, job, spouse, friends, people at church, people riding down the road. People we don't even know. Yeah. 
somebody run you off the road or somebody pass you and just look at you and you're they did like, it on purpose. You did that on purpose, didn't you? Well, they didn't I'm like the car car I was driving. Yeah. They must not like me. <laughs> they like their truck better. Or, okay, I'm going 90 miles an hour in a 70 mile per hour zone, but that's not quick enough for you. So you want me to move over so you can pass me. I'm assuming you're a jerk right now. It's so crazy how, if you really realize or, or think about it, how much we really do play assumptions into our everyday life. Mm-hmm. So often. Mm. Y'all. Are y'all with us? We're not going to assume that you're with us, but we're just, we're thinking y'all are on the same boat, right? (laughs) (laughs) Let me share this scripture with you guys from Proverbs 18.2. It says, fools find no pleasure in understanding, but delight in airing their own opinions. Um, With assumptions, really it is, what is it? Our own opinion. It's our opinion on what somebody else is thinking. It's our opinion on what we think that this other person may be thinking in their mind. Mm -hmm. And that's truly what an assumption is. And an assumption, I know you guys have probably heard it before, but there's also a saying with an assumption. But truthfully, it when you do assume what someone else is saying or doing, um, it honestly is almost kind of like restricting yourself to have thoughts other than something that's probably not true. Because 100%, not, okay, now I'm going extreme. 98.0% of the time, <laughs> not 98.0% of the time, 98.9% of the time, what you're assuming is probably not what's really happening. Yeah. And if you were to ask, you may get something different. I'm having a bad day and it has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Or this is really the reason that I'm frustrated. I was having a bad day at work. Or, you know what I mean? Like, it's just different things. If you would just ask the question, um, and, and wait for the answer and not expect that it is what you think it is. Oh, my goodness. Like, like you stand in a conversation with someone, and they say something, but they don't give all the information, right? And so then we start assuming and trying to connect the pieces or the dots of our on our own, right? And then say, like, we go to our close friend, and we're like, okay, I was talking to so-and-so, and this is what she said, but then we've already formed this we've added this extra story on in our mind because we've assumed what it is, what it ain't. You know what I mean? And then we say, we say it to someone else. Now that assumption has grown into gossip and Mm -hmm. it's totally off. It's not right. And we do look foolish in those moments. I'm going to read some scriptures, a story in Acts starting in chapter two, verse seven. It says, they were astounded and amazed saying, look, aren't all those who are speaking Galileans? How is it that each of us can hear them in our own native language? And then it goes into quite a few different languages here. Um, And and then it says, um, we hear them declaring the magnificent acts of God in our own tongues. They were all astounded and perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? But some sneered and said, they're drunk on new wine. Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice, and proclaimed to them, Fellow Jews and all you residents of Jerusalem, let me explain this to you and pay attention to my words. For these people are not drunk, as you suppose, since it's only nine in the morning. On the contrary, this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. And it will be in the last day, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all people. Then your sons and your prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. And I ended it. Chapter 17. But even in here, they just assumed because they were speaking in a different type of tongue that they had never heard before, 
that they were just drunk on some new wine. And that's not what was happening here. So, I mean, it even happened back in Scripture, automatically assuming based off of a situation that we're seeing, well, we're not seeing, but off the situation they were seeing in Scripture, they just assumed that these people were drunk off a new wine. And that's definitely not what the situation was at all. What do you think, or why do you think we make assumptions towards stuff that we have no idea what it really is? Does Do you think it's because we, I'm sitting here answering my, do you think it's because it makes us feel better to have an idea of what might somebody really might be thinking or what why somebody really made the actions that they did or did something? Like, why do you think that is? Personally, I assume, I think, <laughs> no, from my own personal thoughts, I feel like it's because it's easier to make an assumption than it is to ask someone because we fear the honest truth a lot of yeah. times. And so it's easier for us just to go ahead and assume in our mind. I mean, what do we do in situations most of the time? We expect the worst, right? Right. And so I know for you and me a lot here in the past couple of years, we say, okay, the, you know, what can we do? We can at least ask. All they can do is say no, and if they say no, it's okay. You know what I mean? So well, I like, learned that at a young age, too, yeah. Yeah, but so what I'm saying is, like, we, there's good things with situations like that. So there's a 50-50 chance that it could be yes or no, right? And so in other situations, we just assume, because I do feel like it's easier to assume than ask. It's hard to confront someone and really ask them, like, because I think we are so fearful of what they might come back with because then that takes things to a whole another level of confrontation sometimes. Well, and if you ask and you don't get the answer that you really want, you'd rather just have the clarity in your head True. of what you thought it was because you don't really want that wrong answer True. that you've made it out to be, if that makes sense too. Absolutely. But on the flip side of things, I know for myself a lot of times that I probably assume because I need clarity and that's the only way without asking that I'm going to have it in my mind is I'm mm-hmm. going to go, ah, like this is why. And if I think that, like I, you start to believe what you think, oh, right? Absolutely. Like you're going to believe what you think. So if you, if you don't know and it's something that you think. So truthfully, if you have assumptions, then you really should ask the question. Mm-hmm. You should, but that why is it so hard to just ask? Like, you know what? At the end of the day, it's kind of like, okay, go ahead and expect 50-50 chance here that it may be what I think or it may not be what I think, right? Yeah. But maybe, maybe that goes back to the whole thing of, like, rejection, too, because, like you said, it's not what we're wanting or hoping for. And right. And so we at least have a little bit of hope to hold on to if we don't ask and don't know how the person's directly feeling. But personally, I mean, over the years, I would say I've gotten better about confronting people about situations, not in an ugly way, but just like if something's bothering me, if I don't approach it, it will eat me alive. Like I will literally fuel it and feed it. And it grows into this big, ugly monster, honestly, that, like I said earlier, robs us of our joy and it plays games with our minds. And then we continue to assume on top of the assumptions we've already made. Like it's like this like I said, this monster that we're constantly feeding and then it's growing. Let me read you the definition of assumption. The definition of assumption is a thing that is accepted as true or as certain to happen without proof. Mm. Like so it's something that we've accepted in ourselves as a true statement, as a true fact. But we have no proof of that. Uh-huh. And I can't help but to think about the assumptions that we make 
of for other people, but also the assumptions we make towards God that we have no proof of when we don't know who God is. Mm, that's good. I'm over here thinking like, okay, because I'm all into these like investigations, murder shows, and like trying to get to the bottom of things. And so what happens usually if like you see something come across TV, there's a man or a woman missing or a woman come up and she's murdered. I mean, like somebody's died. What's the first thing we do? We automatically go ahead and be like, oh, the husband did it. He's guilty. You know what I mean? We start assuming based off of some of the information we have, but we don't have all the facts. And so then we start trying to piece these things together, and then it comes out that it was like a neighbor or a brother or something like that. You know what I mean? Like we assume. But what you said about about God, that holds so much truth because we assume that we're not worthy enough. We assume that we're too far gone. We assume that we can't be forgiven because what we've done is just so bad and that we're so lost that we can't get back on track and that why would a God like him so holy and mighty forgive us for what we've done? Yeah. See, and we make those assumptions because we don't know the proof of what's in the scripture that it tells us. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't say any of those things about us. We are right. worthy. We are called. We are, you know, forgiven. And that's what that's what we should know. But we make assumptions because we don't know that truth. Mm-hmm. And that's just like we do with other people is we make assumptions because we don't know the truth behind what's really happening. Yeah. We, we make the proof for ourselves when really that's not the proof at all Mm -hmm. and with scripture and with reading and knowing and having that relationship with God and feeding into that relationship with God we realize that I don't know why I keep wanting to say the proof is in the pudding what does that even mean the proof is in the pudding have you heard of that before my grandma used to say it all the time it's such a southern thing I think but truly like pudding I've got to look up what that means. But anyway, seriously though, the proof is in Scripture. It's in the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And it tells us, and, and honestly, we ask God. That's why we pray and that's why we ask God is because that's where we get and hear what the assumptions we claim over ourselves or we mm-hmm. believe or we form over ourselves are not the truth. Yeah. And that's how we form the real proof in, is in Scripture and in the relationship with Him. We read, we go to the source, we go to the source and what it already tells us because what he has to say is already written, you know, and, you know, I can only, I can, can't help but think of like, in my, I'm going to share something a little personal, I mean, it's not some deep, dark secret, but like I've shared before, I am control freak sometimes at home and I like things done a certain way. And I am so guilty of expecting my husband or assuming that he knows my mind He knows what I'm thinking. He knows what my needs are. And so I need my kid to get ready for bed because I'm trying to get the other kids ready for bed. And I need him to pack the lunch for tomorrow. And I need him to feed the dog before we go to bed. And then I'm ready. (laughs) Those expectations are not met. Exactly. And then here I am ready for bed. And none of these things have been done. And I just assumed that he knew it needed to be done. But I never spoke up and asked him to help me. Right. And then I'm mad. Yep. And then I'm angry. And then I'm sitting in bed and I'm like, he don't do nothing. He don't help <laughs> me out and he doesn't care. And then I'm assuming all these extra things in my mind and making up these lies that do not exist. And so, yes, that goes with expectations. We have these expectations and we assume that people know what those needs are, but we don't bother to tell them. You know what I mean? Right. So it goes along the same lines of we have to ask for what we want. 
We have to ask so that we can know. We have to read the Word so we know what God says about us and to us and how He feels about us. But then I cannot, can't help but think either. It's like, you know, prayer. People say all the time, why should I pray if God knows everything? And it's not necessarily that God doesn't, He doesn't want to assume, but it's like we go to Him in prayer because He wants to hear us. He wants that relationship with us. He wants us to just express those needs and things to Him. All right, so back to the proof is in the pudding. I looked it up, yes, to figure out what it actually meant. So, well, the proof is in the pudding is a new twist on a very old proverb. The original original version is the proof of the pudding is in the eating. And what it meant was that you had to try out food in order to know whether it was good. The original was the proof of the pudding is in the eating. So, proof is in the pudding. Basically, you have to try something out before you can actually judge it. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of, if you think about the proof in the pudding as that, like you can't, you can't just assume something is good without eating it, right? Mm-hmm. You can't just look at something and be like, oh, I know that's good. Because it could be completely disgusting. Well, you can't just assume someone is thinking something without asking. You can't right. just assume what you think you are without reading scripture. You can't just assume these things without figuring out truthfully what it is. So like if you're not feeding yourself with the word of God, how do you know who you truly are? If you're not, you know, I mean you can't just assume these things. But why can't the proof be in the chicken? Wait, what what made it be pudding? (laughs) (laughs) The proof is in the pudding? Maybe because that's what they made back then. Like, good pudding. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, we go off of sight, what it looks like. If it looks terrible, I ain't eating it. If it smells terrible, I for sure ain't eating it because I smell my food before I eat it. But what if we were to give it the opportunity and taste it to see that, oh, this is good. So in Psalms 34, 8, it says, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. So taste and see. We have to taste to see that God is good. We have to taste to see that food is good. We have to taste to see that it is good. We have the word is God. The word of God is good. We have yeah. to like take it in. It is it is good. And so we have to try it. We have to taste it in order to see for ourselves. And so that's definitely telling us that You don't just assume. You have to have that experience. You have to taste and see for your own self before you can make any assumptions. Let me share a story with you. Share on. Um, So, I had someone who did not invite me to something because they thought the reason that they weren't inviting me was going to hurt me more than... And explaining that was going to hurt me more than just not doing it and explaining it after the fact. Mm -hmm. Um, And anyways, what ended up happening is it actually was worse than coming beforehand, the situation. And so um, that, in that instance, person assumed that it would be better, you know, after the fact. When in reality, it was very hurtful after the fact, finding out. Um, It hurt my feelings tremendously. And so we had to kind of like talk that out. And um, so it's kind of one of those things where sometimes in life we like assume that. We assume the worst. um, Because we want to avoid hard conversations. Versus doing what we need to do um, beforehand. 
uh, to really protect those people that we love as well. And so I think that we all are so guilty of assuming Mm -hmm. because we don't want um, either to do something that might cause us to be a little bit out of our comfort zone or we might assume something because we tend to get caught up in our own thoughts versus... Uh, what really could be happening with the other person. We tend to assume in all of these instances of our life um, when in a lot of times in reality, those assumptions, like I said at the beginning of this, are 98.9% not true. Mm -hmm. Um, And instead of just talking about it or instead of asking or instead of just having those hard conversations that sometimes have to happen. uh, So don't assume. Don't assume, like you said, you know what that makes you look like. I mean, really, we can't assume. It's so easy to expect the worst because we don't want to be let down. We don't want to be disappointed. Yeah. So we set ourselves up for the chance that it may not go the way we want it to, which is good in some ways. But if we always live in the fear of those assumptions, we allow that fear to rob us of so many things. And so... We don't know unless we ask. You know, how many times do we live in fear because we're scared to know the answer to something? So what do we do? We just don't ask. Sometimes we avoid the situation. and Sometimes we just go without talking about yeah. it because we assume that the outcome is not going to be what we're hoping for. Um, but in your, your story is a prime example that we cannot just assume certain things. Like we also had to look at the consequences of these assumptions and look at like into the future to say, Hey, is this going to hurt me or this person or us worse in the long run? If I assume this, instead of just coming out and asking it. So we have to do better as people to really the things that are bothering us or the assumptions that we have to put those away, to pray over the situation and to reach out and just ask, just Mm -hmm. ask without assuming. Yeah. So guys, if you are an assumption maker like we can be at at times, mm-hmm. know that next time that you go to assume, ask yourself a question like, is there some kind of hard conversation that I can have to avoid these assumptions that I'm making in my mo- own mind? Yeah. Or is there, is there a time that I need to go to God to get these assumptions away from my mind to be able to clearly know what God says of me or wants of me or calls of me versus what I think somebody else may be thinking. Take that hard time to really look at yourself and, and the situation in, in its entirety and, um, and try to clear those assumptions before you just continuously um, kind of disrupt your mind with all of them. I know that I can do that so much. Um, And try and clear that out in a way of um, having peace in your hearts instead of having a mind cluttered with things that probably aren't even true. Yeah, I'm guilty. I'm guilty. Like you said, I think we're all guilty. And so I'm going to work harder on that too because it's definitely something I can learn a lesson from on my own. So we hope that that definitely speaks something to you and that you can take away something from this. And we just hope that you're able to move forward with it and really just ask people from here on out. And we'll be praying that that's something that you can overcome. Absolutely. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.